What's good? Yeah. Been the same me since I came in this damn thing. Made my name in this. Podcast 29. Um, almost to the big 3-0. Like my age. Damn, you're old. All the shit. And I'm feeling it too. But my golf game is as strong as ever. You're feeling it. You're looking it. <laughs> you're acting it. Well, some some of us have to grow up in order to keep this ship afloat. <clears throat> you don't do shit. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, 29. That's pretty good. Yeah, 29. Who'd have thought we'd, really, we'd stick at it that really, long? Uh, really sticking with it. Um, I don't know. I think it's good that's, to that, just get in here and, you know. We're over halfway. Force ourselves sometimes to come up with topics to talk about. We're over halfway through a year's worth of podcasts. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. When we hit that 52 number, that's that's when it's going to be legit. Well, that's a that's a great segue into uh, did you see Joe Bun sign with Spotify? I did. Dude, when you do the math, like 175 episodes. Mhm. That's over like 3 years of podcasts. Mhm. Like that's a lot of podcasts. I don't know. I actually wanted to talk about that. Um, so I guess we'll just jump right in because I was, I was listening to that. The Joe Budden podcast is one of my favorite podcasts. I mean, our podcast, I wouldn't say is like modeled after that, but it was definitely an inspiration for me wanting to do this podcast. Um, cause it's one of my favorites. Um, and they just, for those that don't know, they just announced that they signed a deal with Spotify to do their podcast exclusively through Spotify. Um, it, and I was just listening to them make that announcement on their podcast. And I was super inspired um, because, yeah, dude, 175 episodes once a week. Once a week. Staying consistent. That's, that's like three and a half years. Like I know and, they take and, their like winter break. But so how long is that? I think it's, I want to say it's like two weeks. Okay. So that's, it's basically three it, and a half years. It might be three weeks, but I think that's But it's, ba- it's basically three and a half years. And, um, the, and they made no, they did it for free. They did yeah. this podcast for free. Yeah. They didn't for, take any deals. For three and a half years, no sponsorships, no right. nothing. Um, so like, it was just inspiring because obviously doing what we do, you can kind of relate to a lot of things, um, and you're almost like you're almost doing something blindly because there's so many short-term payouts that you could take along the way and you have to know what you're in it for and know what the end game and the goal is and it's just it's like knowing that what you're going to that what you're doing is is worthwhile it's not it's not magic like for us our fan base didn't just happen out of thin air like we did a lot of things to, to get to the point where we're at so I can I can drop a song and get thousands of plays and I don't take that shit for granted because I remember when I was tallying every single play on a song much less actually having people buy the music so right. like I know what it took to get where I'm at and it's it's obviously not the end game for us either but right. even to get here you have to look at all the little bullshit and one of the things we've even preached on this podcast that that we've done with our music and we especially did in the first like four years that I related to with what they 
have done is you do everything for free. Right. You spend money. Right. Even though you know you could cash in a little bit here. You could cash in a little bit here. Like when we were dropping those free mixtapes, we could have put them up for for purchase and made some money. Yep. But it wouldn't have been big money. Right. And it's just it was it was relatable on on a lot of that. And and you gotta push through too because there does come a point where you do it for long enough and then people start to catch wind of what you're doing. And they're seeing that you're popular and they're they're being like, why aren't you doing this stuff? Why aren't you making money? Why aren't you putting it on certain platforms like that? Yeah. They make you feel stupid for not it's, doing exactly. it. Exactly. And when you say no all the time and just stay true to your vision, you do get to the point like you can't see it. It's a trust thing. Yeah. It's not like you know where this is going. It's not like Joe Budden set out to sign with Spotify. Right episode one of the podcast he just like, knew that he was wasn't building something that was gaining traction and connecting to people and he wanted to cash it in in the right way correct and he didn't know what that way was going to be and he's even he even talked about how along the way there were deals that he would have taken that in hindsight would have been bad right but, but luckily they just didn't work out those in some people ways. and businesses didn't yep. make it happen and blah blah yep. and it was a blessing in yep. disguise yep and there's just so many of of those things. Like, and I with them, I, I talk about us us building a fan base, but with him, it, it took a long time. Like they finally got that big loyal fan base and they went a long time having a big loyal fan base without cashing that in. They could have said, Look, we did it, we built this thing, we have offers, let's take one. And like you mentioned, not only did they not um what were you talking about? You were you, you said they didn't um God, I lost my train of thought. They didn't take like, they didn't take the money right when the money got handed to them. Like they, they just stood the course and they didn't set out to have a deal with Spotify. It was day one. It was just, we want to just create something big and we don't necessarily know where it's going to go, but we know that we want it. Oh yeah. That's the other thing I was going to say, because they could have taken those sponsorships and for you know a few grand here, a few grand there, they could have put ads into their podcast exactly. early and, on. And with that, if they would have just signed up for that, mm-hmm. they could have pretty much come in and done their podcast every week like they wanted to. Put, throw the ads in there, make that money, and that would have been a pretty easy way to make make some money, right? Yeah, but instead, a sustainable. They were out there pounding the pavement. Not only were they coming in every week to do the podcast yep. and like coming up with that content and doing that creatively, but they were out there doing the the shit that isn't fun right like going and taking these meetings with all these people and saying no and getting and and yep. being told no yep all the time over and, and, over and, and over so again. not only getting told no but also saying no to other people too right right and oh that's what i was gonna say when you talk about people will make you feel stupid like other podcasts and people in that same realm why aren't you doing sponsorships like you're stupid blah 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 and you then go back amongst you and your partners and you have many moments where you are like questioning everything. are we being stupid are yeah. we and are we missing the boat are we peaking right now and still doing everything for free and all of a sudden we're going to plateau yep. and this is and and we missed our we missed our point to take action right you and you're constantly your worried about that yeah it's because it is a very real thing right um but in the meantime they kept growing and they they did little things like going on tour and and doing things to keep everything fresh and still and still um, grow their fan base. But I mean, it's just, to me, I, I was happy. I was happy to hear that that worked for them because I've always been a fan of that structure of 
find a way to hustle, do the thing you want to do for free and build it. I've always been a fan of that structure. Right. For the, as long as you can do it for free and build it and focus on growth. Yes. Like Rory, for example, who's one of the, there's three guys in the podcast for those that don't know. It's Joe Budden, Maul, and Rory. And like Rory had other jobs. I think, I think he started off on unemployment. He yeah. like recently had another job and he finally just quit when they got their deal. But it's like, you look at like the general public would look at someone like him and say, you have this big, basically radio show. It's a podcast, but it's, you know, it's the new age we live in. Yep. You have this, you're this big personality. So many people know you, so many people tune in to listen to you every, and you're out going and working another job. Yep. And I'm sure he was taking a lot of shit for three and a half years on yeah. whatever the hell he was doing. Not only doubting himself, but doubting are his partners taking advantage of him? Are is, oh, is I'm his sure management Maul and taking Rory advantage had of him? Many moments where they were wondering about Button and and uh, just Ian. even even what we go through on a way smaller scale, like it just happens. Like you literally have to like just as a creative, you literally you every day you have to take a step back and you have to just say, "This is worth it." I know where I'm going with this. Not many people can understand it. And not even necessarily, I know what you mean, but not even necessarily, I know where I'm going with this, but I know I'm doing the right things and there is a- Yeah, you don't know the said, end point because yeah. there's a difference between I know where I'm going with this and I know where it's going to end Here, up. Here's kind of, and correct me if you think differently, but I kind of feel like in these realms, like doing music, doing podcasts, kind of a creative content type of realm, mm. the biggest thing to try to keep your finger on is- are you growing a fan base and is that fan base connecting with you? Yeah. If you have a loyal, good size fan base and it's growing, right. You have something. Yeah. That will always be something you can take to people and try to cash in. Yeah. As soon as you don't have that and you're focused too much on the business end before you have that, right. Or you lose that because you did some other business shit. Right. Then you start to lose everything you have. Right. I mean, the analogy that I like to use is when you first start out doing all this stuff, like it's, it's almost like, okay, you're going on a trip and let's just say before all this fancy technology or anything, you have a compass and you know what way is North, but you don't know when you start going North, what you're going to end up reaching. You just know that you want to go North. That's it. So as long as you stay at the direction that you want to go, you know that you're always going. And you don't in the know right how direction. long it's going to get. You don't know how, how long it's going to take. You could be walking for you don't four know. years or you could be walking for three days. All you know is the direction. Yeah. That's it. Yep. All you know is the direction. That's that's what I'm talking about. Right. When I say you know you know that you're going the right way. Yep. That's all I'm talking well, about. You don't I mean. know where, and, where and, you're going. And that's why when you sit down and you come up with a plan, right, as, as any type of creative, there's so much to be said for the stick to Mm -hmm. That type of attitude because you put all the, the brain power into coming up with that plan. Right. So then when you go execute it, you can't just give up at low points. No. Now, obviously, there are certain things where you can tell a plan is not going to work and you don't want to be stupid and stick to it. Yes. But it takes patience. You hear mm -hmm. so many stories about whether it be actors, artists, and that whole realm mm. about how it was just 
work, 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 work. Like I didn't know when I was going to get that break, but I just kept going. I just kept going. I just kept going. And then something breaks and you have to, you have to feel that, but it doesn't happen by just sitting there. No, no, it doesn't. You have to go above and beyond. But you hear so many people on, on the other hand, so many people that give up. Oh, I'm going to do this. Or think that they deserve more. Right. I'm going to do this and you do it for a couple weeks or a month. Like we know artists ourselves, like yeah. who, oh, I got all these big plans and they, and they do something and they roll it out. And then where is it? Yeah. A month later. Well, and, and another thing too, if you even take a step back and you realize, okay, this is Joe Budden we're talking about. It's not like he's a nobody. Like he started making music like people know who Joe Budden is even before the Joe Budden podcast. This isn't like a new thing. Right. So the fact that you can even sit here and be like, it took Joe Budden over three years, Joe Budden, right? It took Joe Budden starting a podcast for over three years in order to make any sort of money off of it. How long will it take Joe Schmo to exactly. exactly. And, And Joe Budden started like, People don't realize he was actually one of the first people to get into like the YouTube yeah. internet age of rappers. Right. And then I, I'm I'm glad you brought that up because sometimes it's so hard to relate. Like when we talk to people about, oh, what was your break to like? How did you? And if I had to say something, it would always be like the crew and nobody epic. Mm. But I, a good a good analogy to that is with Joe Budden and their podcast. Right. Mm. I don't know exactly how many episodes, but it was probably somewhere around a hundred that they did, which would have been almost two years worth of episodes until Joe Budden linked up with Complex and started doing Everyday Struggle Right. in addition to yep. their podcast. And I would say that, was that probably, period of time was the massive break for that's, them. That's what got now, the huge eyes on Right. Him. Now, did he do something specifically? Was it all from day one built to like hit that point? No. No. He just did his podcast every week and- I bet if he didn't have that podcast, the thing with complex everyday struggle never would have oh, happened. No. Yeah. And and it and it went from there. But that's the that's what we talk about when we when we tell these when we give this advice and say these things about nose to the grindstone, keep going, stick to the plan, and good things will happen. Do the right things and other good things will happen is is situations like that. Right. And look where it's led to. And don't ever think that you deserve something just because the other point I was about to make, like, it's Joe Budden. He could have easily have been after like a year and a half been frustrated with where he was and been like, I am Joe Budden and nobody wants to fucking like right. get this like, no, it's not the way that it fucking right. works. I'm Joe Budden. I've been in the music industry for seven plus years or whatever the fuck he's been in the music <laughs> industry for. Why doesn't anyone pay attention to my podcast? Yes. I deserve more. Not only could he have quit, but he could have done what a lot of people do and he could have taken three months off, like basically said, I, I, I'm not going to do this anymore. I got to take some time and figure out what I'm doing. Yeah. Even though I would say, keep doing what you're doing and figure yes. it out in the meantime. Cause I'm but, sure he did that. Right. But right. he was still creating right. But he, shit. Right. But he could have done that. And then you know what happens when you decide after that three months, you know what? That podcast was okay. Let's get back. Let's get back to that grind. Well, you lost so much steam. Man. Oh yeah. You're done. And people fall into that trap, yeah, including like it's, I'm, I always say this. It's not like we haven't done these no, things, but no. it's, it's just cool to see someone succeed at that structure and tactic that you and I preach and talk well, about all the time. But it's a very like solid thing that you can actually look back on and see solid proof for here is podcast one. <laughs> Of the Joe Budden podcast that was published almost four years ago. Right. Like, 
that and and no one can no one can say differently because the proof is there. Yeah, and and look like, at talk about adapting like. It's different. It's different when a music artist is like, I've been working on this for seven years. Like so a lot of times you can't go look back and be like, okay, this is the solid upcome. Like episode one of a podcast to episode 175. Yeah. Never deviating from like what it was yeah. to what it is now. Right. Like that's a rare thing to be able to yeah. look back on and actually see how it grew. And you you look at uh, rolling with the punches. I know they mentioned when they when they started, they thought it was necessary, like crucial, to have a female on the cast. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know how many episodes in. A fair amount in. They had they had to part ways with the, they they fired basically their female co-host. Yeah. This is before Maul was part of it. Yeah. And that was a tough time for them, and they didn't know what they were going to do, and they randomly brought Maul on as a guest. Yep. And long story short, he turned into a call and super successful was yep. the be best thing they could have ever yep. done. But at the time it seemed like everything was falling apart. Yeah. They were stressing. They thought that they made the wrong move or some of them did. Some of them right. didn't like it. It, it all just, just keep yes. going. Things have a way of working themselves yes. out. If you keep trying to do the right things and keep going and stay consistent, things work themselves out right. way more often than they don't. And you stay the course. Like that's the bottom line is like, there's certain things that are going to happen within that course that are going to make you doubt, feel like you're doing it wrong, whatever. But as long as you trust the vision and trust what you want it, what you want to do, mm -hmm. what you feel is right for the vision. Yeah. Most of the time that is going to be the right, yeah. the right choice. Well, and it's easy. I just thought it was cool to, um, because I even fall into, I know they have a big fan base. I'm a listener. I know Joe Budden's a rapper. He's made a lot of money off his music. He had a hit single back in the day, and you know he gets he he's he gets checks from that, right? But when you're a fan of something like that that has a big fan base, you do lose sight of the fact that these guys are human, and money doesn't grow on trees. And right. they're out here doing this podcast every week for free. I don't know. You know, Maul and Rory. Rory was literally on unemployment and doing this podcast. I don't know what Maul's situation was, but you forget about the fact that they are, were actually trying to do this to make a living. Right. You just kind of assume Joe Budden rapper, like, there's money. Right. And they'll figure, but it's not like that. No, it's not like, at all. Jo even Joe Budden himself was trying to find what that next thing was going to be. He's done rapping. Mm -hmm. He's been done rapping. He was trying to find what that next thing is going to be. And if they don't cash right. in in the right way, then it's gone. Right. And, it, and it's even so like it's eye opening to, you know, the life of a of an older rapper, a retired rapper, technically. Yeah. Like, yeah, Joe Bunn's still getting royalty checks and everything like that, but it's not a lot. Right. And it's not like it's, it's, it's not, not going like, to support his lifestyle. No. And the, but that's the thing is, I feel like there's just this absurd misunderstanding of like, like a rapper like Joe Budden, what's his everyday life look like? Like yeah. before the podcast. Right. Well, like and I, it was he cool. retires before the podcast got popular, I guess I should yeah. say is. Right, right, right. What was his life like then? Right. If you ask him, he was fucking broke. Right. Like he was trying right. to figure and out. And he was what even talking next... about the the last project he did and going on that tour. And he was like, the tour was terrible. It was yeah. depressing. Yeah doing these little clubs and only having X amount of people come out. And like, is it was, that's it's tough. No, I but know. it's just cool to see 
someone stick to the plan. And before the before I got into their podcast, I wasn't the biggest Joe Budden fan. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. So I'm not just coming from a perspective of someone that's like, oh, Joe Budden, everything like he had to win me over. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and I'm I, I still wouldn't say like I'm a real big Joe Budden fan. I actually just like the dynamic of all of them on the podcast. Yeah. Like it's really I agree. It, it's just entertaining to watch yeah, I, like I, I because agree. they all do like just fit they together bring something like, different. super well. Yeah. And and that's entertaining to to listen to and watch, but I do respect Joe Budden more than I probably did just because of the way that he tells it like it is. Well, he's not afraid to like he tells say it like he like it is, and you get to hear reasoning on a yes. podcast yes. R- rather than just seeing that the headline of Joe Budden, yes. whatever. And that's part of the reason, like I said, that inspired me to even because I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I was very hesitant to do a podcast because I do I am a music artist and I don't plan on stopping anytime soon. And it's weird for me to talk about like to give advice to yeah. artists and talk about people's albums right. and things like that. When I do it myself and I know I'm not perfect in any no. way and I don't I'm not the fucking illest of all time and have right. all these accolades to show for it right. by any means. Right. So it was weird for me to do that. But one of the reasons I liked it is because I can, in as many words as I want to, explain myself. Right. And I feel like as long as I am putting a full opinion out there, people can disagree and not like it as much as they want. I can at least stand by it. What I hate is if I say something, like I tweet 140 characters and people can take it all types of out of context. If you hear what I explain on my podcast and and disagree and whatever, fine. Right. That's my opinion. Right. Well, and that's that's why I like podcasts in general is just and I do feel like this day and age more so than any other time in history, it's kind of been the trend to really dig deep into some of these topics that like it, like the music industry, like who the fuck knew how the music industry worked mm-hmm. in the 70s? Like no one fucking knows. Like it was just this enigma to most people that was just like Ooh, these cool guys get up and sing and they make shit tons of money and get to perform in front of millions of people. Mm-hmm. Like like that was just it. That's yeah. how 85% of Americans thought the music industry worked. Yeah. Now, you get all these podcasts and these articles and people that have actually been in the industry candidly talking to other people yeah. about the inner works and inner workings of all this shit. Like dude, and I, I do feel like today a lot of people are becoming awake more way more awake than ever to the stuff that you're sold on like articles yeah. and like magazines. I mean one of the and- one of the basic things is you just get insight into all these people that top the charts and you hear their names all the time. There's way there's many, many, many independent artists that do things right that are making more money than the people you hear of yeah. all the time because they're do because they're doing things differently. Now, if you didn't delve in and and do any type of research or listen to any podcasts or or hear anybody talk about some of these things and you're just a super casual fan, you just naturally like like a like I was when I was a kid, just assume this person's all over the radio and the charts. And that's the order of of the money that like the the top people on the charts are the biggest money makers. And there's just so much more to it than that. Yeah. Well, and And that's just talking about money and whatever. There's lots more too. Well, yeah, but it's, it's all like the facades of like what has, what has been for like 30 plus years of American culture. And, and the bottom line is like, even Joe Bunn, this is why I respect him even more is just because he even talks about his old self versus his new self and being like, 
hey, I thought I was living the life and everything like that when I was this rapper with the number one hit and everything like that and and got to rock shows and, mm-hmm. and get with girls and all this shit. But in reality, now I'm 40 years old and I'm like, I wasn't doing anything. Like it was literally all just yeah. nothing. Well, he even said, and I thought it, I've never thought of it this way. I, I, I know what he's talking about and I had my head wrapped around it, but never said it like this was he's like every project I basically made enough money to go try it again. Yes. You know what I mean? Exactly. It was never like that was the big come up and I'm set. It was like, okay, I made enough money to go try and do it again. Yeah, exactly. That's a bad way. No, that's a terrible way. That's like, that's basically like, like the equivalent of living check to check. But in the meantime, you get to live it up a little more. Yes, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, it's but it's all that type of stuff and it's it is like it's crazy to me like this day and age you just can figure out so much yeah. about different things behind. But yeah, the that scenes. was that was just that was just I'm glad you heard that too cuz that super cool, super inspiring to me to to be able to like relate to that on a lot of le- on a lot of levels as far as a mission goes. Not that I like they've cashed in and they got super successful. I I we're we're nowhere close to that, but to be able to relate to that on many levels with the mission and seeing the steps it's because we, we even, we preach that type of thing to our artists. Yeah. And we and say it like, a lot on this podcast. And e- even in the meantime, while we are like you, you made the analogy while we are just going North. So we can't tell our artists, okay, on this date at this time and you do exactly these things, you're going to get there. All we can say is go North right. and you, and it will work. Right. So being able to see other people do that, and right. have success is it, it gives you some uh, right. affirmation and and let's just be real here too like my last point i wanted to make is you know joe budden without youtube and soundcloud that podcast is nothing yeah so he he utilizes a platform yeah which he realizes that he literally just put out his shit on there for free mm-hmm. so he's not going at youtube for being like wow like Where's my where's my bag after a year? I'm making your platform yeah. decently popular. Where's my bag? Or SoundCloud, I'm getting all these plays on your platform. You need to pay me. No. He realizes it's a tool it's a to build yeah. to build his brand. Like that's why I just see like with that point that I just made, with the 175 episodes, mm-hmm. the three plus years of making shit, mm-hmm. and knowing that this is Joe Budden we're talking about and not some Joe Schmo. A lot of creatives need to take a step back yeah. and realize, what? Why do you guys expect to have all of the shit after two years of doing what you're doing? If that, like, if people, that. people try it for a couple of months, and and you have to be real with yourself and look yourself in the mirror and and also say, am I actually doing it? Not just, oh, I've been an artist for X amount of time, or I've I've been an actor for X amount of time. What have you actually been doing? Show right. me your resume yeah. in that period of time. But just assuming that you are, right. like, what is the rush, yeah, dude? Assuming you are doing it like that. And that's why, honestly, so few people make it is because to have those two things come together to A, actually put in the work, mm. actually be able to look at your resume each year and say, wow, I did a ton of stuff. Mm. I'm not even saying that stuff had to be super successful. Like if you toured all year and you brought out 10 people to each show, I'm cool with that. Build on I, I'm not talking about the actual numbers. If yeah. you put out a, a, a song a week and each one got 10 plays, I'm not talking about the numbers. I'm talking about, did you do the work? Yep. So if you put out the song a week or you went to these shows, cool. Right. So those that coming together along with the 
staying the course for yeah. years and years and years. And it might take one year for one person and it might take 10 years for another. It just person. depends on what the path gives you. Like the, the Joe Budden, uh, everyday struggle thing. If Joe Budden didn't start his podcast. Might say, yeah. He would have never been on everyday, well, str- also, uh, everyday struggle. If Joe Budden never. didn't get on everyday struggle. It might've taken them two more years for something good to happen. Correct. Yeah. Like you, it's but, either way, but, but you what just I, have to keep like, going. But that's the thing. That's what a lot of people don't understand is Joe Budden starts a podcast for like, let's say three months. And then he's like, this isn't doing anything. I'm done. None of this other shit oh, happens. Yeah. yeah. None of it. No, I know. I know. It's just, it's cool to see. So I'm, I'm glad you got up on that so we could talk about that because I think that's, that's something we started our podcast really talking about with like come ups like that and, and how to do that. And I just think that's a really, really cool story. And I'm excited to see where it goes from here because that's a pretty big platform to partner with. Spotify. No, it is. I just get excited because a lot of people listen to that. And it's just like, this is this is a, a way for me to be like, this is exactly what I keep saying to everybody. And you can see it. Yeah. Like even, even the people that, you know, didn't even realize like Joe Budden has been doing this for a long fucking time. Yeah. Like the people that it's not just some got, brand new it's thing. not some brand new yeah. thing that just all of a sudden Joe Budden wanted to start a right. podcast and this is what it but is. But dude, that's why I even as an artist who's been doing music for, you know, a long time now, I still know and I try to even, you know, tell our artists this and people, uh, other artists in my similar situation. There's no reason I couldn't go sign some big deal with a major label tomorrow. Mm. And I am a brand new artist and millions of people, whatever, know about me and I'm new, even though I know and my people that have followed me know I've been doing this shit for a long time. Right. Yeah. But that's just how it works. That's why you get artists that have quote unquote debut albums, blah, blah, blah. But they've really put in so much groundwork behind the scenes. But people think, wow, overnight success. But there's so much that they just never knew about. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like very cool though yeah it's i was i don't know i hit the wrong button (laughs) it was supposed to be i wish i can remember the stat because i just heard it the other day but i'm gonna i'm just gonna give an overview of it because it, it was crazy to me and and it's crazy to even think about how media is going today is um like where people get their news now and it's like um, and how like even how we uh, how we just learn about things is starting to change. Um, it was it was something and I can't re- I, I'm pissed because I can't remember whether with the, whether this was like per month or per year or what the hell it was. But CNN had one million viewers per month year. I can't remember what it was. Something. The Joe Rogan experience had well. F- oh, you said month year. You, you so you. Really I'm not don't sure. Know. I was gonna I, say. I know it, it's more than that. I know what the okay, statistic okay. is, but I'm not. Okay. I'm not sure what the what right. the end was. The Joe Rogan experience four million in the same time period. in the same time period, Great. which is insane. Yeah, like that is insane. That that is a good example of you know how I said you see people on the top of the music charts and you assume. They have it all when there's a lot of people that you've never heard of that are actually doing it right and mm-hmm. have more. Yep. That's, that's the the age we live in now. It's yep. It can be related to things like that. Like TV is such an established yes. thing and you just assume TV is it. 
Yep. Like a, a major news Especially, station. I feel like the older you are, the more yeah, like you are. A major if news somebody is on like TV, that. they're legitimate. Yeah. Like but, that's what. But no, it doesn't necessarily mean that. No, I think we're slowly starting to get our eyes open to that. It might even mean the opposite. Like, yeah. uh, right. I know. I know. So, yeah, you got to keep evolving and keep that's the thing with uh, the creative landscape and getting into that territory is you have to keep evolving and, and thinking the next step ahead. You can't just say we have something here and we're going right. to stick to this. Right. Exactly. You, you got to keep evolving. So, right. I, I mean, not not to get off on a tangent, but it just reminds me of even when when I started doing these inkblot singles, like I like making albums, I blah, blah, blah. And, and, and I will make albums going forward. But we had to sit down and say, where is where is the landscape of music going with streaming and all these things? And right. we, we determined that doing singles is is the way to go. And so far, we're, we've been right. Now, yeah. does that mean we have to we won't w- wake up tomorrow and be like, let's do something different? No, because that's just how it goes. That's right. that's how the music shit goes. But right. um, all right, let's start the podcast over because we just jumped right into that. Well, I don't think we need to start it over. Why don't you intro? What episode are we on? <laughs> I already did intro. <laughs> what are you up to this weekend? We're we're on episode one twenty nine, and well, I'm up to uh, these next couple of weeks. I got. Did pre- you say one twenty nine? Because we're only on twenty nine or twenty nine. <laughs> sorry, I got to prepare for uh, the upcoming fantasy drafts. I have a fantasy my- football draft tomorrow. I'm actually headed up north tonight after we finish this podcast. Oh, that's what you had going tonight. I'm going See, to- here's Packy's priorities. Fantasy football, the Spectators okay. Collective. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 wait. His girlfriend, then the Spectators I'm, Collective. I'm going to fantasy camp. See, my priorities are the Spectators Collective. Oh, is that why I've been waiting on you to mix a song <laughs> for a month? I did. It's not my yeah. fault. Oh, oh, you, oh you finally did, and you said, uh, hey, it's in your it's in your drive. Uh, go check it out. We I might get, have to get together and uh, get the levels right, and I go to check it out, and nothing's I got there. a lot going on. And, here, and you respond, weird. I got a lot going on. You don't got shit going on. Mm-hmm. Your priorities are golf, golf, no. golf. No. Other job, the spectators. I do have to admit, for three months, I got to get out and golf as much as I can. Yeah, oh, we know. I'll be a hermit. When the winter strikes. Maybe I'll come back and uh, report my fantasy squad. That um, I got the auction draft tomorrow. So. All right, so who are you? Oh, okay. who, <laughs> I don't care about your fantasy squad. <laughs> who are your, uh, like, overall? Because I know that you're probably, aren't all your leagues PPR leagues? Oh yeah, PPR is the only right, only way to go. We're only we're only discussion we're only discussing PPR at this point. If wanna, you're not at least in a half PPR league, you're you're trash. Retarded. You're trash, <laughs> trash. All right, who are your top five? Top fives that you're gonna pick that that are in your cheat sheet that are like I'm gonna go down this list. Dude, I don't know if, if I you can, had to set I the auto draft because P Funk is in the league and he listens to the podcast religiously. Yeah, but you're drafting tonight, so it's not tomorrow. Coming. Oh, but he but he won't hear about it. Yeah, you're all good. All right, my top five, um, and I have the number one pick in our other leagues, so I don't have to worry about Dude, that because I can get who. Did I you want. do the randomization for that one too? I think you, I think you fuck everybody over by doing. I that. don't want the number one pick in a in a. You've gotten it what like three years in two, a row in our two, league. Two and la- last year I took David Johnson and he got hurt the first game, and this year I don't even want it. I, I've been trying to trade down with people, but anyways, my top. Why five, would you trade down? I don't understand. Because I like being in the I like being in the middle of the draft 
because that way if anyone I like slips at all, I like I can I can pretty much get anyone I want. Whereas if you're at the like we have a 10 team league, snake draft, I'm picking first. There's a whole batch of guys each time that I'll never be able to touch. Yeah, that's true. I can see that. I don't like that. So that's the reason. But um, top five. Didn't somebody offer you to trade down and you said no? No. Rand- oh. I, I wanted. I tried to trade down with Randall to get the number three spot. He he declined. I tried to trade with you. What do you got, six? Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's a clear. I think I was six last year, and I think it worked out for me pretty well. There's obviously a clear top two. Then I think there's a, you could make the argument that there's a top three or four. To me, there's four. four All right, who's four, your, there's four big hosts. Who's your number? Who's your number one? My number one, it's a toss up between Le'Veon and Gurley. I don't know who I'm going to take it. I'm taking Gurley. You had him last year, and he was a beast. Mm-hmm. That's my number one. But Le'Veon and Gurley are both right there. Le'Veon's my number two. David Johnson and Zeke are three and four. Disagree. Zeke? Zeke I don't agree with. Oh, you like David Johnson but not Zeke? Right. I like David Johnson more than Zeke. But I don't. I, you just said you. Oh, oh, sorry. I mean, I like David Johnson. Are you just here to disagree? I, no, no. I like, <laughs> David, John, David Johnson would be my third. Yeah, same here. I like Antonio Brown better than I do Zeke. Zeke. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. But I think those are the clear top five. Yeah, probably, yeah. And then I think then I think you start to get like more frisky when you get like Saquon Barkley, who could be a beast, but when he since he's a rookie, you just have no idea. But the workload should be there. Yeah. And then you got like Odell, Julio, DeAndre Hopkins. Right. Like if you want to go the receiver route, those are studs. But right. I think you got a clear clear top five. And then that's why I only wanted to go into the top five because you could get think, that next level. I think those are pretty clear anyway. Yeah. To anybody. Although we have a two, our league is, is two quarterbacks. So I wouldn't be right. surprised if a stud quarterback goes off early and you could still maybe get one of those guys if you wanted to. Right. Six, and, that, and, and I guess that's why. And I'm if saying you didn't, it. then you could, you love taking the quarterback. So if those five guys went top five, right. You're going to get first. Well, pick after, quarterback. after those top five to me, it pretty much is what type of league that you're pretty much in and like what are the positions available yeah. and everything depending on what you want to pick. Yeah. That's what I think it depends on. But I've got some sleepers that I like, but I won't I won't get into that until we have our drafts. Yeah, I'm not getting too far into it because I know that other people listen to this too. That. Um so apparently our, our podcast isn't going to people's sub boxes on YouTube. Yeah, the last one. The last one didn't go to every. Anybody. Everybody told me that it didn't go into a into their. I know, I saw that too. Which is which would explain why it's got such low views. But <laughs> I don't understand, dude. Dude, YouTube is. It's getting real fucked up. It's getting real fucked up. I'm gonna be pissed if this one does the same thing. Like if it was just a blip on the radar, or whatever. Like we'll deal with it. Last podcast sucked anyway. No, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see if if this one is a. If it's becoming a problem or not. And SoundCloud is fucking pissing me the fuck off. Oh, yeah. What's going on with that? I don't like, know. So many people are are hitting us up and saying that. Well, because um, it is a thing. Yeah, I know. A ton like, of our songs are just not available on SoundCloud. And it literally just happened few like, weeks at ago. the same time. Yeah. Like all of them just. At first, I thought it was just like a specific country. Then I thought maybe it was just international. Now it's like just everything. And it's a bunch of our songs. Right. 
I don't I, know. I don't know what's don't going know on. What's going and on. SoundCloud is not an easy company to get a hold of and no. get help with. Their so. support really fucking sucks. Just Especially know that when it comes to that kind of stuff. Know that we're aware of it, and I appreciate you guys for giving us the heads up. We always, by the way, we always like even if we don't respond, we lo- when when there's a problem, bring it to our attention because we do know we do notice if a bunch of people are having the right. same issue. Right. If it's just one person, we kind of assume there's just something going on with your phone or your assistant, or whatever. Right. But if if we get a bunch of them, then we know okay, there's a legit problem. Right. 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 Yeah. Because we log on and we can play everything. Right. But it, it's obviously an issue with a bunch of you guys, so it's a SoundCloud yeah. issue. Well, once we log out, then it becomes right. the issue. But we would have so. never known to try no, that we if, if no. you guys wouldn't have brought it to our attention. No. So. so, yeah, any anytime that issue comes up, yeah, for sure. But that's the thing. I saw one person brought it to my attention first, and I just figured it was they didn't update their app or whatever. Right. And then tons of them started coming in, and right. I figured I'd check it out. But, yeah, it's probably going to take a long time for us to figure it out because SoundCloud is the absolute worst for that type of shit and honestly i fucking hate soundcloud to begin with so just bear with me so did you hear about tiger versus phil heard it heard it love it love it lost some more of it las vegas shadow creek friday after thanksgiving pay-per-view i will be purchasing it's black friday so obviously you probably get it for free obviously tiger has the advantage on black friday They'll be mic'd up, which I like. Tiger better be back to his old ways with the cursing. <laughs> I Phil's, doubt it. Phil's always got that cheesy smile on his face, and you know there's some nasty thoughts going on up there. <laughs> I want to hear it all. Apparently, they're going to be doing live betting, too, as it goes, like on just different holes. Like They'll just be like, I don't know, longest drive here, closest to the pin here, just Dude, between, the, between the two of them. That's sweet. There's a $9 million purse, which I was like, Damn. I thought it was cool because Phil even said, he goes, um, "What? Did he, I'll read the exact quote. It's a ridiculous amount of money. No matter how much money you have, this amount will take both of us out of our comfort zone. I think that's dope because that's kind of real. You automatically assume whatever they're playing for, this is just going to be some fun event. Like it's Tiger versus Phil, but $9 million. Yeah. Isn't it like a PGA tour event? Like the, a major only like two or three. Yeah. Like the whole, the whole purse at a, at a major is like nine million is like 10 million. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying like first place. I know that's, yeah, that's what, so that's what I'm saying. That's, that's like a legit amount of money. They're going to be trying to win that. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, which is dope because you initially think of that as just a spectacle, but they're actually going to be, Trying yeah, to win that shit. Million, like they've, I, shit. I looked up. They've both made about forty million this year each. Oh, just forty yeah. million. But nine, like not so nine million dollars. That's 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 a good chunk of change for <laughs> yeah, straight up. The only thing that could ruin it is if, and it wouldn't necessarily ruin it, but it would put a damper on it, is if one of them blew the other one out. Because yeah. it's match play, so it could be over through after fourteen holes if somebody blows the other one out. But I like that it's match play because with it, pros it sh- though I don't really see that happen. I mean, you just never know who's going to be on their game, whatever. But they're both yeah. pretty similar level right now in their right. career, and match play is cool because they can they'll be more aggressive, right? You know, you don't have to worry about having that blow up hole to take you out of the match because all you do is lose that hole and bounce right. back, right? But I'm I'm psyched about that. I think that's going to be dope. Yeah, that'll be sweet. That'll be super sweet. We should get people over here for that. It's cool that golf has developed into such, and obviously, so much of it has to do with Tiger Woods. So we'll see what we'll see what it is when he's done. But I think it's in such a good place. 
um, right now. The fact that you can do a pay-per-view golf event. Dude, that the purse is like that big <laughs> yeah. says a lot for sick. those two golfers oh, I specifically. Think they said they're they're gonna try to keep the actual live crowd pretty small too. Like oh, two hundred really? people on the course. Wow. I wonder how much tickets will be to that. <laughs> <laughs> Insane. Probably impossible to get. Right. But if it's a pay per view event, it'd probably be even though that would be cool to say you went and it'd probably be pretty cool to be there with such a small gallery. Mm-hmm. It also kind of suck to not get the mic'd up experience and everything either that's true so is this the first pay-per-view event like pga wise probably i know tiger and phil played before and there was some weird but i don't think that was cool pay-per-view. Thing, but I, I, I don't think it was pay-per-view because i remember that wasn't that under the lights or something like that yeah i think yeah. you're right yeah no I'm, I'm psyched for that that's gonna be dope so we got that um around like Thanksgiving weekend. We got the Ryder cup at the end of September. They better we have the, the FedEx shot. cup going on right now. They better have the shot tracker on all shots for real for that tiger Phil shit. And I better know exactly how far every ball goes. <laughs> I'm about to tweet at Phil right now and let him know. <laughs> Phil just got a Twitter. Oh, he did. <laughs> yeah. He's he's, he just po- he posted something this morning. Look at this two hours ago. Good morning at Twitter, headed to the gym for a light workout before the opening round. Can't wait to start with this picture. (laughs) (laughs) It's just him, like, just looking into the camera in the most just, like, basic look you could ever have. Wow. Have you seen that uh, Phil commercial i think it, it's like uh advertising some shirt brand or something like that and it's he's probably dodged. those damn button-up shirts he wears on the golf course that piss me off he needs to stop doing that he's like dodging golf balls though oh no i haven't seen it he looks so freaking goofy he's so goofy dude he's always got that goofy smile <laughs> dude i want to find it what the fuck oh i think it's this it's only Oh my God. He probably made nine million just for doing that. <laughs> How old is Phil? Like forty nine or something? Yeah, something like that. So I think but by that commercial watching the Phil commercial, I don't They're trying to prove that you can still move in those shirts. I still don't believe it. <laughs> don't swing a golf club in those in button up shirts. Get out of here. Yeah. That was the most awkward commercial ever. Feels such a goofy dude though. That shit was funny though. Yeah. It's a very Philly commercial. <laughs> um, okay. How long has this podcast been so far? I don't know. <laughs> Have you seen the logic music video? Yeah. What'd you think? It's it's the one that's because uh, didn't he come out with no I'm talking know, about the his one newest one, one? Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah his I new single it. yeah so I mean I don't know dude it's fine it's just I thought like, it was I thought it was really well done like it was I mean pretty cinematic pretty I thought well. it was you well can, done you can tell I he's just, got a lot of uh, the labels fully behind his ass now. oh yeah well duh they have been for a while I know but like that that was quite a quite a music video well yeah the budget on that was huge and i mean it's fine dude i i don't know man i'm like 
the thing is, every time, I, and I did, I watched it all the way through and I thought it was really well done and whatever, but I don't know what else I'm supposed to say to that other than. Well, it's just a music video. You don't have to do a deep dive. On no, it. it's not a deep dive. I'm literally just being like, I'm getting so sick of the like the same topics over and over and over again. Logic might be becoming what I thought Macklemore was at the beginning. Everything is calculated to go viral in our society and everything with backing has to have a message and fit our social climate. I've said this on the podcast before like so this is this is just my opinion when it comes to music. I know a lot of people are different from me. But I'm not getting in my car or putting on my headphones or at a party and listening to songs about social justice. Yeah. He wants when, to be the topic now, of, now when I see of the, the week. When like I see that's the, what he wants to be. Yes. When I see the number of listens these these songs get, like maybe I'm in the minority. I, I don't know. So I like I can see why they do it. It's just not my thing. And and logic can rap. Like and he and I, I appreciate the fact that he still does his best to make sure like he reminds us that he can rap, like with his Bobby Tarantino mixtapes and and so on. And he's, he, I've, I've always said he has plenty of material and show, showcases that, but it's just, it's weird to me as like a long time Logic fan to, to see him become pigeonholed into this social justice warrior rapper. Now it's early on, maybe he won't be, it's, it's like basically two main songs that I'm talking about, but, and I'm not talking about like, if you're a diehard Logic fan who knows his whole catalog, like I, I'm not, I'm not talking to you guys as far as pigeonholing him. Like to you, these are just a couple of a couple songs. Mm. But when by far his biggest hits to this date are these songs. Yeah. Like by far. Yeah. For a few years straight now, and he's at award shows for a few years straight performing these songs and doing big music videos for these songs. That's what the majority of listeners will and probably already do know him for. And and dude, if if that's what he wants to be, that's what he wants to be. The bottom line is to me and the reason why I don't even really feel like talking about these things is because I I don't even want to get into like the political side of anything just because it doesn't interest me. Like, no, that's at all. No, that's exactly that's exactly what I'm saying though. That's what I'm saying is you do, and I don't even want to feed into it. I'm honestly, cool. I'm. I think mu- doing music videos like that are are okay because it's an interesting watch and it's and it was done well. So I would ra- like. I'm not specifically talking about a, a a music video necessarily because that's better than standing up there and rapping into a camera. So yeah, okay. I, I'm not I'm not talking about the music videos specifically. I'm talking about the overall branding. Yeah, yeah. No, I know of a song and the overall message of a song. It's all positive, so I'm not like I'm not shitting on it. But I just I am not. I don't want to listen to political music. Yeah, that's just not me. I I I like to have fun. Like I like my music fun, and when it's not fun, I like my music introspective and then relatable. I don't like when you reverse engineer and take a societal relatable hot button topic and make songs about it, knowing that this shit's going to go viral. Talk, talk about your life, be introspective and let me relate to it. Right. Well, and, and the one I guess that's the reason why I don't even like when my music crosses over to this kind of stuff is there's, there's so many, 
I mean, a lot of these topics are super hot button topics, like in today's political mm-hmm. like climate or whatever. I don't like it's it's not only music. I I just I I don't like having to look at these like engineered ways of manipulating certain political conversations to to get people fired up on a certain specific topic. Because he's taking a side on certain on which is some fine, of these things. That's the side which is he fine. Believes in. Right. And that's that's fine. But and that's, that's his the, art. That's the thing though is like when you when when you're even saying it's fine because it's positive. No, okay. I, I, to, I'm saying, to who? I, I'm not even saying it's fine because it's positive. I, I I'm saying it's fine because it's his it's his opinion. It's right. His, it's his art. It's his music, and that and that's his that's his way of portraying. Right. And but I guess that's the thing is is too many people take this for like like gospel, and so that's why I like to stay away from it because it is media. Like he he's media at this point. It is his opinion, and I understand that. But there's too many people that are latching on to this type of stuff and really because he's 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 uh, giving you a visual as of right now. And it's it's his own thing. This isn't based on some story or some like whatever. It's literally just an anecdotal thing that he cooked up in his head to. Yeah, it's his art. Yeah, exactly. So but it's firing up people like it's it's putting more fire into the conversation on one side. Yeah. I don't, which is, see, I don't which see anything is, wrong with that. No, no, no. There's nothing wrong with that. All that I'm saying is I'd rather not. Like I'd rather not in my music. Like when I'm con- when I'm consuming music. And yeah, that, that's just where I'm coming from. That like that's what I keep saying. I, I don't I don't I don't give a fuck about any of this stuff in my. And it sucks because I will say there was a certain point for me where, and maybe I was just naive to it at the time. I'm not sure, but I think it's just changed where. Music did used to be kind of what I described. It was fun or it was like introspective and then you related to your favorite artist. That you mm. were never just not never because there were always the pop artists like doing the scientific searching for a hit type thing. But yeah. it was it was not nearly as prevalent and because, and all and all consuming as it is now. Because the political wasn't as consuming as it right, is. Right, but now. that's what I mean where I don't want to act like there's no place for that in music. In, in my music, but like if I were to watch an award show 15 years ago, mm. I feel like and maybe I'm wrong because I, I, I don't know. I was young then. I don't remember for sure. But if it seems like maybe once in a while, there might have been like a kind of political um, show performance mm. or whatever, kind of yeah. taking a stand and it might stand out and it would actually mean something then it would make you think like blah, blah. Now it feels like. There's at least one, if not multiple, at every single award show. Right. And it but and it's and it's it's like it has to be there. Yeah. We have to find it. Because it's, it's it, like, no, you don't perform music like uh, give me a hit like started from the bottom. Yeah. Get, get the It's it's it but that's the thing is it's and not perform it's, that. It's not because you're older. It's literally because that's what the trend has yeah, been. Yeah, I know. For that's a long that's time. definitely what it feels like for me. Like it has nothing to do with like, oh, now I'm paying more attention to the news. No, it's because that's literally what's on media outlets all the time now. Yeah. Can you turn on the TV without hearing about Trump? <laughs> yeah. Like that's not how it used to be. How many times could you turn on the TV and not hear about George Bush? Right. 
It's it's annoying, man, because it's like on one hand I'm like or if, Obama. If, on one on one hand I'm like if you believe that strongly in everything you stand for, like how, I'm not gonna tell you don't utilize your platform to speak on it because you should if you believe that strongly in things. But so often it just seems disingenuous and. It's it is to be viral and it is the it thing to do now and it is like it just I don't know but but and and that's why without getting into this huge political topic it's a way bigger thing than just logic makes too political of music sometimes because I honestly think it's bigger than music I think it's a problem <laughs> like I think it's a bigger problem than what we want to give give credit to like it's 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 more than just stemming from music well i think if you really wanted to get into it which i don't right now but i think the reason it's a problem or more of a problem if you want to say that is is because we as a society give more importance to celebrities opinions so it's not even talking about artists it's talking about athletes artists um actors actresses they say something and we take and, and it means more than someone else saying something. And they you, might have absolutely no education on the topic. Right. But you take it a step further too and And we're getting off track because I'm not like I started talking about logic. I'm not even talking about his his video and his whatever. Like to me, I I, I just want it was interesting. The the logic thing to me was interesting because I as a logic fan knew logic as he was coming up to be a dope rapper. And I knew him for a specific style and type of music and what blah blah blah. And now, like, I see so many, such a big audience, and I'm, I'm. It's awesome to me that he's gotten as big as he has. It is. Yeah. It's just weird for me to see him be this social justice rapper when I didn't associate that with him as his company. Like, and so many people associate him with that now. It's just weird. So I'm not. As far as what what we're talking about now, I'm not even necessarily talking about logic or anything specific. No, I'm no. talking in general. I, th I think it's just a trend. Like yeah. it's a trend in music, and like it. But it, like you said, it's a trend in everything now too, art wise. Like anything that you see, movies, right. art, music, like that is the and trend. And it sucks because it's just like anything else. Kind of like I said back in the day, it's not like this shit didn't exist, but it was it was more sprinkled in and thoughtful and came from the right people because it meant something. Not everyone had to pipe in about it. Right. So so now it sucks because everything's watered down now. Everything's oversaturated. But that's... Like that, if someone stepped up at a at an award show 15 years ago and said, fuck the president or or whatever, like that would be powerful. Right. Now it's the in vogue thing to do. Now it's just like what everyone does and like... Yeah, it's because everyone's speaking on their own truth now. It's not necessarily like this thing happened and everyone's angry about it. It's that this group is angry about something and this group is angry about something yeah. else and this group. Right. So it's all about how everybody, all these right. different groups feel. Right. And how but can we all not based yeah. on like, no, I know this person actually did this thing or the stats back this up. So let's be pissed about it collectively. Or even just why does everything, why do we have to utilize everything as a way to get our points across? Like, why can't something like an, like a music award show, Right. Why can't it be for awarding music? Because everybody's feelings and, and are supposed to I matter know, now. <laughs> no, but I'm not even saying I'm not even trying to go to there. I'm and I and and trust me, I am not the shut up and dribble person. Like I, I think that's the dumbest shit ever. No, I think that's dumb but, too. But but the whole idea that you have to like 
we have this night of whatever and we have to use it for political reasons. It's just like it's it's becoming an obligation rather than rather than you know what? I feel I feel really strongly about this and I'm going to do this tonight. It's everybody feeling like this is just the oblig this is just what happens. But, now. and but, it waters it down. No, it, it, it I makes agree. It, it makes it not have the impact that it should when I, I 100% agree, but I think the root cause of all of it is literally just there's there's isn't there technically there's supposed to be an 100% truth with there's a truth with things. Mm-hmm. Like regardless of how like let's say like I feel like people treat me differently because I have blue eyes. Is that the truth or is that just the way that I feel? I don't know, but are you like, like- which one is the truth? Like, because to you, that might not be true. If if you look at me and you, you've been my brother for my lifetime, like, but it could to, be, it could be the truth, but we don't know. Do we, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's a hundred percent the truth. That's just the way that I feel. Okay. That's my point is before people start judging, before people start like putting out certain things into the universe and everything, there needs to be more thought that goes into everything. Is this actually the truth or is this just the, my gut wrenching thing of, man, I'm really feeling down today about how I was treated because I have blue eyes. This needs to change. I need to make everybody change based on the way that I'm feeling today. Yeah, I mean, there's some people like that. There's also people with legitimate gripes and reasons for taking. I'm not saying that, that there's not, though. but I'm, I'm. What I'm saying is, in today's age, it's starting to become more of what I just described and less of. No, I know, that. and that's that's why that's kind of the sentiment that I'm expressing that sucks because, like you said, oh, you have blue eyes. Like same thing with it's it's racism. Like, okay, there are people that get th- that get treated in a racist manner. People yes. like there's people that hate black people yes. and, and black people have to have to deal with that for sure. And if they want to take any type of stand against that, I am all for it. Yes. Now there's also people that like there's, there's a black person somewhere that um, got treated a certain way at BK the other day by a white person that had nothing to do with that person hating the color of their skin yes. that went on Twitter and started talking about this racist, whatever. Right. And there's tons of that today. Yes. And it's making the real racism. Yes. Let it watered yes. down and oversaturated. But that's what I mean. I know that's exactly what I'm talking about. And it, and it goes with everything. I think I've even talked about it on, on here before. Or maybe I've just talked to you about it with like, um, anxiety and depression, a right. real thing. And right. people really deal with this stuff and go through it. Right. But, it is in vogue these days to be depressed. Right. And so all those people that are fake depressed or are going through tough times, which literally everybody does, yes. and it's not clinical depression, right? but they want it to be, and they want that sympathy or whatever, are oversaturating that shit and making it hard for people to really give a shit about the people that are actually dealing with the right. real thing. Well, that's and it that, sucks. Like it's it's hard for someone as a third party to observe all this and say, right. "Well, these are the people that actually need our attention, and these are the people just trying right. to get attention." But th- but that's why I'm saying, without like going into the detail that you just did, is literally that is the reason why you see more is because it is now it's, it's 
people want it to be more socially acceptable for everybody to have a voice and all of that stuff, regardless of how legitimate it is. Yeah. So people are just going to say it because yeah. you can't. I know. It's just annoying how like, I didn't even watch the VMAs the other day because it was just like, I know what, I know what I'm going to get now. Oh, and I it's hate not, it. And it's not going to be music. It's not just going to be my favorite artists and projects getting awards and, right. and, and talking about it. Right. It's going to be this big political grandstand or, or whatever social issue is on the front, right. like whatever. And right. not that any of that is bad. It's just like, I'm just, and I sound like a bad person saying, I'm just sick of seeing it everywhere. But, but that's, but that's why I hate getting into this conversation is because you do sound like a bad person. Cause I agree with you. The bottom line is it's, it's literally, that's why I like the blue eyes. Like, comparison is literally because I don't have enough information based on how people treat me to 100% say it's because I have blue eyes all the time that all these people are treating me this way. Yeah. Well, that brings me into something similar too. of, it's not like as deep as that, but if you believe in something, talk about it. If you don't know shit about it, don't feel obligated to speak. Like if you just have a feeling don't feel like you have to speak about it. like these award shows make me think about this stuff because everybody wants to say some hot shit and some of it is is stupid and, and uninformed and like we have to talk about politics or or even like these award shows we we have to say something about people that that died like respect and honor the dead if it really means something to you and you have something poignant to say go ahead that's great but stop using it for moments yeah. Stop feeling obligated because it just seems like the moment we have to do it. Uh, let someone more qualified do it if they have actually have something of substance to add. Don't be like, okay, somebody like, uh, I, and I didn't watch the VMAs. I just heard little things about it. But like Aretha Franklin just died, right? Mm. I'm a big music fan. If I was opening the VMAs and Aretha Franklin just died, I might say something like, rest in peace, you know, great artist, whatever. But mm. I, I'm not super well educated on Aretha Franklin. Right. So I'm not going to go into some super deep, meaningful speech. Well, you weren't her friend. You never worked with her. Someone like, else who is, right. should be up there doing that. Right. Just don't because you're a big the, music yeah. fan doesn't mean that you're the authority to do that. Right. And also don't, on the other hand of that, we get into a, a, a place now in society where when something, and I'll just use that as an example. I'm not talking about any specific. I'm just using using it as an example. If I were to get up there in the VMAs, and Aretha Franklin just died, and I didn't say anything because I am not whatever, we're in a we're in a society now where I could get killed for that. Right? How do you? Oh, how do you not address that? Well, I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't. Right. And exactly. I'm gonna at least stick by what I believe, and what I believe is you don't. Talk about shit you don't know. Yes. Now and you can give your respect. Like I said, rest in peace. Right. Great artist. Right. But I, but that's but that's the thing. That's that's kind of the reason why I just hate all of these topics. Is just it's it's literally just like like you said, damned if you do, damned if you don't. As far as like to me, we were brought up in a way that was like, dude, everyone's got their own opinions on everything. Yeah, everything. So. You cannot go around saying that your opinion is always the truth. Your opinion is always the one that's supposed to matter. That's a super dangerous society that we live in or start are starting to live in right now when everybody thinks that their feeling, their opinion is correct. Yeah. 
that sucks. Like that's, that's not a society I want to live in. I want to live in a society where when, when I feel something like people treat me different because my eyes are blue, I want to live in a society where I have to literally sit with that for a long time and critically think about it until I feel like I have to do something about it because it's been such a problem for me. And that is the only reason that people are treating me differently. And I have facts that can prove that up. And I, instead I, of just the that, way I feel. No, no, that's exactly what I said about the the examples I gave with like racism and depression. And because there are plenty of circumstances where people have done exactly right. what you've done. Right. They've, they have yes, sat with correct. it and they've gotten to a yes. point where they're like, it is time to act. Correct. And I'm all for that. Right. And, and you have to be open to a change of opinion though, too, as far as like, and, and we can't be afraid to like what you just said when I brought up that first, my eyes are blue thing, you were like, well, that could be the truth. Yeah. But it could be, or it couldn't be. I, I don't want, I don't want a society where you have to feel afraid to be like, well, that's not, I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? It, you don't have to necessarily say, oh, that's completely not true. That's a false idea. But you can say, I don't think that's true. In my opinion, that's not true because that's all I have is my opinion. Yeah. And you, but you both have to have facts and the reasons to back up why you think what you think. Right. Because if you come to me and tell me you're getting treated differently because you have blue eyes and I just say, no, I don't think that's true. And you say, why? And I say, I just don't think it's true. Right. That's not enough either. No. And because I, you have, because you at the very least have your, life experiences to think how, why you think. Right. But people are trying to change rules and laws based on I think what you're truth. talking about with all that is like it's a, it's a little murky because there there are people on both sides of that. No, 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 correct. Like but, it's not like it's just everyone doing that and not having real reasons and whatever. Right. Like there's plenty of situations where there are. Yeah, but yeah, there's yeah. just too many that there aren't. Well, when you when you're talking about like political things which are laws and things like that, that are everybody has to live by you have to go off of what the truth is what the majority of people are living on or living which, by which isn't always the truth either though what do you mean just because the majority of people do something or think something doesn't mean it's the truth either doesn't mean it's the truth just because the majority you just said like you have to go by what the majority of people are living by that's not true necessarily it is in some cases it is it, it isn't in others no, I right, but the only way that you can back up laws that are like completely fair would be to go towards the majority. I I'm not saying that's not how you make laws or whatever. I'm just saying that's not always right. No, 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 that's not always the truth, but right. yeah, like and I I guess you're misconstruing like I'm not saying the majority are saying this therefore it's true. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like if if the majority of people actually drink monster in the United States as their drink of choice, mm. that would mean monster is the most popular drink in the United States. Yeah. That's the truth. No. <laughs> oh, it's the truth that monster is the most popular yes. drink? Yes. Yeah. That's but what I don't I'm get saying. what point you're trying to prove. That's what that. I mean by the majority. The ma the majority of fact. The majority of not necessarily if you go down the street and they don't prove it like what I'm saying is if you had a survey and you literally asked somebody, uh, do you drink Monster the most out of anything? Mm. And and in order to prove that, you sat with them for 100 days and they actually pulled Monster out and, and drank it. And you mark that down as true. 
There's a difference between you walking down the street and being like, do you drink Monster every day the most? And somebody saying yes, and it actually, they actually don't. They actually drink Coke the most, but you didn't sit with them and actually they didn't prove that. So it's just literally hearsay. It's yeah. literally just them saying it. So that's the difference between the majority of them saying it and the majority of fact. Yeah, I mean, I think I get what you're getting at, but the way you're getting at it isn't necessarily clicking with me because nobody has, like if you're trying to relate it to the issues we're talking about, nobody has to prove it to you. They have their whole life of experiencing things. They don't have to sit with you and then go prove it to you. Well, a lot of things that people argue about aren't necessarily wouldn't be figured out that way. What? They wouldn't be figured like you wouldn't have to sit with anybody for a hundred days to figure out like we have tons of stats that are like out there that that's fine. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm with that. Like, whatever. like, I mean, you have to go to like the hospital to get healthcare and things like, like it's all tracked. It's not necessarily that you have to like sit with somebody and figure out, did you actually have cancer? Like that stuff is proven. So that's what they make laws on is like how many people actually did have cancer in this period of time. Do we need to, cut spending on certain things. Do we need to fully spend? But too many laws are being made now where it's like my grandma had cancer for this amount of time and died because she couldn't get the amount of healthcare that she needed. And it becomes a big story. That one thing becomes a big yes. story and then action needs to be taken. Exactly. Rather than like the overwhelming number. And then we end up overspending right. on that. And something else loses until that, and that, until that thing has the big viral Correct. story. Yeah. That's what no, I'm trying to it, get That's at. the mob mentality shit. And that's, yeah, the, I hate that. Yes. And it's, it goes back to the point of like the oversaturation and the feelings. It needs to be overtaken by like the facts and things that it's, it's never going to be a perfect world. Unfortunately, but. no, it's, it can only be semi and that, but that's the thing. Like, no, there's no way that we can fund everything for everybody. It just doesn't can't happen. We've really gone on a, on a tangent with that. Yeah. We really got in our bag there. You need to start a, um, political podcast you really get you really get in your bag on those political debates Dude, i've gone down a rabbit hole what the i'll smoke you in any debate bullshit <laughs> you don't know anything political you're right what do you know i smoke you in any debate we ever have what about sports about anything bullshit the only thing you beat me in is technology I will beat you in any political debate we have ever. And I'm not well, even I sure hope if we, we literally disagree never with have to have a political debate because that's the most boring, annoying thing to ever have. I would bet we probably agree Don't, on that. Uh, let's stuff let's anyway. not ever get into politics on this podcast because No, I hate that. Because the bottom line is if I ever get into a political debate, I sound like a bad person and I don't wanna I I don't wanna have that conversation. Maybe you are a bad person. I'm not, but just like I said, I you can't save everybody. <laughs> it's just impossible. Unless somebody like fucking Bill Gates wants to donate all of his money to the United States to cover everybody, then then we might be able to talk. But that ain't gonna happen. Especially since our country is in how many trillions of dollars in debt? More than me absurd anyway we were asked to talk about our artist joey alana by multiple of you we've decided to part ways with joey um 
it wasn't working out, but we wish him the best. He's he's a talented dude. He's going to keep making music. Um, it just won't be under the spectators label anymore. Um, but we just wanted you guys to know and keep you informed. There's no hard feelings or anything. There's no animosity between us. It just wasn't yeah. working out. There's no juicy, juicy story or no, anything. No, there's like not that. like some specific thing that happened and it's like, fuck you. It just wasn't working out. But no. um, yeah, we wish him the best. Like, um, yeah, that's it. Word, do you want to take voicemails? Sure. I'm assuming you you didn't screen them like you haven't for the last. I have. <gasps> wow. We got two. We got two. Here's number one. Hey, what's up? Uh, my name is Antonio. I'm from Texas, and I wanted to know, um, would you guys ever put the old music, like Canon and all those songs from way back when on Spotify, you know, like refs? I was just wondering because they're not on Spotify, and I have no idea why they're not. All of them are bangers, you know? All right, peace out. Love the spec. Thanks for the question, Antonio. We actually get that one a lot. Um, and... The main reason why a lot of your favorite old songs are not on platforms like Spotify and iTunes is because we don't own the beats. Um, and the two songs you gave, for example, are not our beats. Those are like remixes. And so we cannot put them up for purchase. And streaming is putting things up for purchase because we make some money off of it. So um, for the most part, that's what it is. And in general, because of that, our early mixtapes and things are not on Spotify because there are at least a few, there's plenty of, there's, there's a fair amount of old songs that could be mm -hmm. that aren't because, but we just did the, went the whole route of just not putting the old mixtapes up because there are also plenty of songs that couldn't. And right. we didn't want to like, most of the out. songs that we have rights to are on streaming platforms, but there are a few outliers. There's a fair amount of about that life that could be on there, but there, that's not like what? Like, pretty much the whole thing. Well, most of About That Life was on the transition and is therefore on streaming services. Oh, word? Mm -hmm. Let's take a look. Like, the campaign and Tell Me <clears throat> and um, Fever and what else was on Yeah, there? I guess that's true. My City. There's other ones, though. Like, there's, like, Breaking Point. And like proving ground, and there's there's still there's still a lot of early mixtape songs that weren't other that weren't other people's beats that could could be on streaming sites that aren't right. But well, there was a point in time where we <clears throat> sat down and we figured out what the most popular mixtape songs were that we that I probably made the beats for, and we put those and we on put those on the, the transition. transition. So those are the ones, and then there's there's some outliers that didn't make it, but yeah, right. like, um, yeah, proving ground, tighten up, show me something, tighten up something. Wait, was show me something on there? Yes, it is. Yep, I won't remember. We could, um, I think it was just pretty much we just put up the point. ones that I made, the beats that I made. Yeah, that's probably it. But there's a couple others we could have. Like I won't remember as an example. You didn't make that one, but it's also not somebody else's beat. We just would have had to, um get the license for it which we could have done but we didn't right well that was back in the day though too that when we didn't have any money yeah we didn't have any money for distribution and 
distribution cost a lot more back in that day than it does now. Yeah, and we didn't have any money to buy any beats, so. True. Yes. But I think it was mainly, do you remember how that's much good dis- to, That's good to think about that stuff, man, because like so often I get stuck in, we, you know, we were even talking about the Joe Budden shit and stuff, and it's like, you know, we've, I, I hate talking about, um, you know, we've done this and we, you should do this and all this stuff when I don't feel like I'm close to where I should be and want to be yet, right? Mm. But then looking back on stuff like that, things that I take for granted now, like being able to buy a beat when I want it. Yeah. Like we went through a long period of time oh, yeah. where that wasn't even an option. It was like three plus years that we couldn't yeah. afford to, which is right on the Joe Budden uh, timeline. Yeah. <laughs> three plus years. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, do you remember when when it first became available for like independent artists to put their music on iTunes and stuff and how much that distribution costs compared to now? Not really. It's a, It was like quadruple was it what it costs now yeah especially with like services like distro kid and stuff like that it costs a lot of money all right last one hey guys it's all from texas um so my question is as someone who's ever been to michigan if i were to catch one of y'all's live shows uh, or local shows uh what would you recommend checking out while i'm there like as a tourist well love the podcast peace it's funny thinking about a tourist to uh, Lansing, but uh, <laughs> definitely check out Michigan State's campus. Yep. Um, and then if you want to like grab a bite to eat and stuff like that, I would say Old Town's probably a good spot to go. Yeah. There's a couple cool restaurants there. Um, other than that, there's not, <laughs> there's not like, I don't have some crazy thing. Oh, if you come to Lansing, you got to do this. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, you're close enough, though, to, like, Detroit and stuff like that, though, too. Like, you could come to a Yeah, you'd almost be better off doing that. Where did he say he was coming from? Did he say? Texas. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to go all that way, Detroit would probably be a a better bet to sightsee. It's only an hour and a half away from Lansing. Yeah, so maybe go sightsee Detroit an hour and a half away. That would be probably more worth your time. But MSU's campus is cool, too. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, MSU campus, if you really want to stick to the East Lansing, Lansing area, um, Detroit, if you're willing to make a little hour and a half drive. Right. Um, I think there's a lot more like landmarks in Detroit. Well, yeah. Like go see well, that's what them. I mean as far as well, I'm thinking tourists. Like, yeah. If you really just were coming to Lansing and you were like, what do, what should I do to kill a day? Like, yeah. Like I, East I, Lansing I, I, is I a pretty you, area, but it's not I could not give you some random like things to do for sure, but it's nothing like, yeah. oh, wow, I'm glad you suggested that. That was right. awesome. Well, downtown East Lansing is under some pretty serious construction by the university now. Yeah. So it's not so pretty right now. What would be a good rest? Meat would be a good option in Old Town if you want to eat. It's a good Mm. spot. Yeah. But yeah, hey, uh, we do have, we have a Lansing show coming up. Yep. Be on the lookout for that announcement. Very Um, soon. So you should come up for that one. Yep. We'll be announcing that real soon here. We just got to finalize some details, but yeah. Ollie is not on the Minneapolis show anymore for those that were hoping to see him. He will be in Chicago, but not in Minneapolis. But I will still be in Minneapolis throwing down. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's correct. All right. We're about an hour and a half in, so I think this is a 
I felt longer. That's what she said. Any last words, Packy? No, it's creepy. No, I'm about to go kill this fantasy draft tomorrow. I'm about to get everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Is this Marcus? This is new Marcus Ryan expected next week. And at some point, Moti will finish mixing my next track, and that will come out. It's been in his inbox for about a month and a half. Never.